0: by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.
1: Welcome to Game Over Toronto, everybody. Um, if you're watching this video and there's only two of us, it's because the Leafs were not able to close it out tonight and we will be returning to Tampa Saturday uh, for the second chance at closing up the series and moving on to the second round. But the Leafs fall tonight um, in Game 5 to Tampa, 4-2, uh, with an empty netter. They do a late... A very early goalie pull. Uh, They get one back. Austin Matthews looks very relieved. And they just can't... They unfortunately can't put a second one in with the empty net. Welcome to Game Over Toronto. If it is your first time here, my name is Lauren Williamson. On the other side of this handsome screen is Handsome Harnish Patel. (sighs) Harnish, what emoji would you use to explain your feelings right now?
0: Pain. Pain. Yeah. I...
1: I'm not mad, so I'm just disappointed.
0: Words. I know it's so hard to put this to words because the whole day, the last two days, we had a we had a two-day three. gap between the this last three the last days, game of really. this game. Yeah, I was so so hyped just thinking about it. Um the Leafs playing game 5 at home in a sold out arena Scotiabank. You see the fans going wild. Out there, you see the fans in Maple Leaf in in the tail the tailgate. You see the passion that the fans have online. Being able to clutch it out and win it at home is huge. It's
1: the dream, huge, and they huge, still huge. they can still do it. They can they still do it. They, That's I, let's they hope they don't go do to Game Seven. Yeah. Then. Listen,
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the corgi game said
1: six. the corgi said it's gonna go to Game yeah. Seven.
0: But it's it, it was just. <laughs> The last five minutes specifically when they pulled their goaltender, um that was an insane last five minutes. They really yeah. played with their heart on their sleeves, they were tough, they were fast, they yep. were playing smart, and they played like the better team in that in that moment, right? Yep. We Tampa or we got a little lucky where um one of the one of the empty net shots, I guess, hit the the crossbar. Traded trade uh, posts
1: at both ends, right?
0: Exactly, and then the Leafs were able to bring it back into one. Right, Matthew scores, and then we're we're within one. Yeah. Three minutes, thirty three seconds left. Yeah. Right, you have you have enough time to get something going, and you can do it. That's that's enough time. We we've, we've yes. seen the comeback the last game after going down four one and ended up winning the game. We can do it again, but and, um,
1: but maybe the difference in this one is that we get Vasilevsky of this game and not the Vasilevsky of the last two.
0: Yeah, because I mean, he was on something today. Yes, he was and, on something today.
1: Yes, and now before we get into the game anymore, let's have a quick word from our sponsors because I know that we want to just go off. So let's let's talk about this. Get in on the action and make your bet with Sports Interaction. Every hit, every shot. Every goal from all your favorite teams and players with competitive odds, with the best live in play, and more ways than ever to get into the game. Like Minute Madness, our exclusive game with so many opportunities to win by the minute. Download the app in Ontario, use the QR code at the bottom of the screen, or head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn to get started. 19 plus, please pay responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. Vassie was the best player on both teams today. Oh, for yeah. sure
0: isn't it crazy to see the stark difference between the guy like in, in last yep. the last game yep. right he's letting everything off uh, he's letting everything go from from distance everything's hitting the back of the net especially those tips and whatnot and we saw i can't remember who the analyst is that's on that's on the sports net broadcast right now that, that worked with tampa he mentioned it as well that that is a weakness of Vasi. yep and today complete different player. He played like the Vassie of old.
1: The the one that happens after game four, right? And, you know, Riley does score. He gets the first goal of the game. The whole building erupts like, oh my gosh, I was so jazzed. Five minutes and 47 seconds in to make it one nothing (laughs) from Tavares and Nyes getting his second point. Um,
0: That's a huge thing. Um, Tavares, after all the flack that he got the last game, um he's the one that drives his play yeah he makes the pass to himself off the board sticks it um uh and and he keeps it and three bolts players are on him throughout that whole play and that gives the chance or that gives the opening for wiley Just to move to right in
1: Yeah. yep and he puts it in huge, and it was huge. the goalie's go chance were basically vibrating the camera like the whole arena was <laughs> jacked but what happens 25 seconds later harnish what happened 25
0: seconds uh, later Tampa reminds you that uh, they're the Tampa Bay freaking lightning and uh, they're not going home without a fight. Yep. Right?
1: And for the there, third time. There's a reason time.
0: why this, yeah. There's a reason why this team has has had the success that they've had recently. Yep.
1: And for the third time this series, Tampa scores within 90 seconds of the Leafs scoring a goal. Do you, it happened every, the odd game. And I when I say the odd game, I mean it happened in game one, game three, and game five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what kind of statistical anomaly that was or if that was on your bingo card for tonight. Uh, congratulations. Uh, yeah, listen, that has been a problem for the Leafs all season, not only the playoffs, but allowing goals within a minute and a half of scoring, right? Yeah. It's been a prolific saw, problem all season.
0: Yeah, you, you saw the look on Riley. I mean, the, the elation when he scored that goal and literally 30 seconds later, the announcers couldn't even get it the evaporated. or announce the Riley goal. Yep. And they panned to his face. And just pure, like... Yep. He he had no emotion. He was just looking like, what the hell just happened? Yep. Everything that that he worked for again in the team ahead, erased. Gone. Gone. Erased.
1: In the snap of a finger, gone.
0: And it's... And and who started that off? Who caused that issue? A name that's uh, going to be mentioned quite a bit. He had quite a bit of issues this game.
1: Yes. Uh... The one and only uh, Justin Hall, the man that everyone's favorite player. Someone in the crowd outside of outside of uh, Maple Leaf Square had uh, a sign uh, Hall for Norris unfortunately <laughs> my friend uh, hall has been on the ice and this is at the beginning of the game did you have okay? a tampa
0: jersey on or <laughs> no
1: no but there was somebody with a tampa jersey on when i was there the other day uh that hall before tonight this is before tonight this will be worse mm-hmm. now hall yeah, has been on the ice for 72.2 percent of the leafs goals against so far in this postseason. 13 of 18 goals that have been scored on the leafs Justin Hall's been on the ice. And tonight he gets burned again, not only by his lack of foot speed, but by being out of position because he was cheating for offense again. And that's, you can do that if you're Kale McCarr, because you're fast enough to get past just about anybody that's not ma- named Connor McDavid. Um, Justin Hall, you are not Kale McCarr. So please stop doing that. Please stop yeah. doing that. Because that shot, the ACMR goal is is not the Ace Monk goal. The Sorelli goal the, the is, the goal is, uh, it's, it's, you know, that sucks the air right back out of the room, right? Like, yes. this, the arena was bumping, and it was crazy, and you could feel it, and Curtis from Alberta was there, and my cousin won fan, fanatic ticket, Ford Fanatic tickets to go, and, you know, people were lining up. There was a, a line 200 meters long, 15 minutes before the gates were even open because people were chanting goalies go during warm-ups because of how oh, jacked yeah. we all were. And I feel yeah. like we really did believe to some degree and I am also guilty of this that if we just believed hard enough that the Leafs were just going to do the thing tonight and th- maybe <laughs> not have to go back to Tampa because I don't want to go back to Tampa and now we have to.
0: Yeah, I saw those ticket prices. I think it was like what 560 or something for the cheapest ones and those are in an obstructed view. Yeah. Uh the fans were 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 definitely out and and uh they they were ready for for a win tonight. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's talk about Hall cuz that play was egregious. Was I bad. was so furious. It was bad. Like I could not believe that this is a play that that happened from an NHLer. Like th- he's been in the league for how long? Long he's enough to know the better. the for how long? Long enough this to This was know insane. Better. So yeah, l- l- let's talk about that. Okay, so the play starts off with Hagel. He collects the a loose puck from the Tampa zone, and as he skates into the neutral zone, Paul missed times a check. He missed times a hit, and uh, Hagel's able to escape. Completely missed time. Like yep. it was just, I don't understand how you're a couple seconds behind on that play. But on top of that, so during that um that miss hit or that miss check, Hall loses a stick, right? So what do you do in these situations? You know that they have an off-man rush, you know that they they have a player up. You don't go for the stick. You go for the man, you play the body, you you clear the front of the net. You you use your body in that situation. No, he goes and he and he picks up his stick, and he completely loses Hagel. They have two guys right in front of Sammy, and what Sammy's supposed to do? They they get a rebound goal, yep. right? How with, do you leave time. someone open with that time. hard? With time. This, this isn't this is stuff that's drilled into you when you're a kid. Like how do you make those stupid plays? I don't understand. I like it's, I, it happens again and again. It's just. Stupid plays where you're not using your head in these situations. The second goal, again, another issue with Hall. But.
1: Gets beside him. I don't know
0: what you do in these situations.
1: You you do something that it seems like Sheldon Keefe is not willing to do, and you consider having someone other than someone named Justin Hall in the lineup. I agree. I agree. Because. I'm not saying Timothy Lilligren is going to be the answer to all of the problems or that he is not going to make mistakes. But Timothy Lilligren is significantly faster than Justin Hall is. So, you know, I would say in that situation, if you're having a foot race, I would rather have Timothy Lilligren, who is maybe a little bit faster. And that is something that I have noticed through this whole series is the fact that the Leafs, are noticeably slower than a lot of Tampa is, especially on the defensive side. And, when you got
0: two old guys. Like, yeah. That's and sad. like, to be
1: fair, you know, to be fair, what you said about wanting to take the body, I want to give a special shout out to Jake McCabe tonight, who had a couple mm. of really solid stand up hits more yeah. than once in the game that really, you know, stopped a good opportunity for Tampa. And that's a moment where you're like, please, please, why can't you be more like your brother? That's, that's one of those moments, okay? I know they're not siblings, but I digress. Why can't you be more like Jake McCabe in that moment and make that decision? Like, Some people are really good with stick lifts, and there was a couple of really good takeaways this game by the Leafs. But, Justin, you are not fast enough to make that kind of play, and you are not agile enough, or nor do you have the hand-eye coordination to be able to have the takeaway power that some other defenders do. So please stop trying to wish that into, your, into existence because it's not going to happen. And – As a result Mm -hmm. of that, you know, 15 of of the 22 goals that have been scored against the Leafs, he's been on the ice for. And is he the only person responsible? No. But if you can't look at that number and say that that's not a contributing factor, I'm sorry, but you don't watch enough of the Leafs.
0: Yeah, exactly. And there's going to be people like I've had this conversation with Armand many times, right? And there's, there's a lot of other um, Leafs fans as well that look at the the advanced stats and understand that Gio or Paul, sorry, is an important pa- important part of the Leafs. He plays on the he plays on the PK. Like he's yep. he has minutes and he he has like areas of his game that he's really good at, right? But and and Lilygren obviously he's had his his troubles, right? But but in these situations, right? You, if the Leafs don't lose those two goals, like, we'll talk about the ace-munk goal as well, because I do believe that Hall also had a factor in that. That was also his fault, despite Sammy giving off an easy uh, easy goal. He probably should have made that save. But I digress. Like, you you can't have those situations where the Leafs are down two goals because of stupid, silly plays, despite of how well he plays in the other aspects of his game. But... In this situation where he's also not playing well in the other aspects of the game, what is he giving you? Is he just a PK specialist? We can't have that. He gives that's, us that's stuff just to talk not about. something that he we can do. He gives us
1: stuff to talk about, harness us. yeah, <laughs> geez. And,
0: um, let's let's try. I want to talk about the ace of Monkle because I do want to talk uh about the way that Tampa is is playing Justin Hall, right? I think they're they're purely picking off his man, but um, yeah, like that. that that goal, right that's another situation where Hall just is gets overthinking exactly well he he overthinks and asmon when he's in the neutral zone um Hall assumes that he's gonna try to pinch and, and uh cut inside whereas asmon's like no I'm just staying on the outside hall completely turns around and he has to try to find his man not only is he slow but he's not going to be able to get to them no uh get to him in time and Ace Mall gets an, an easy easy goal like he's given all the time in the world. Yep. Sammy, yes, he had to put his pads down. He had a, that was a greater goal. of a hole in yeah. in front of. Like that that five goal, you could fit a watermelon through it. Like it's I could ridiculous have slipped through his the legs. amount. Yeah, it was ridiculous the amount of space that that uh that Sammy gave. First of all, in terms of like the the empty net or, or parts of the net, right? Yeah. Uh, um but that Never should have been a situation in the first place because Hall should have been on him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sammy, yes, he had a bad play, or he 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 should have had an easy save on that. But that. But if play Hall does his job, happen.
1: If Hall does his job, it doesn't exactly. have to be that kind of save. Also, JPD exactly. in the chat, Hall was on the ice for only twelve thirty three, and he was a minus three. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Yikes, buddy. Right? Yikes.
1: Buddy. He's, there's going
0: to be changes made. Yeah, there has he to be. Yeah. Do you, does you he? Lost you you, you say guy. that.
1: Okay. Keith understands. Does he? Oh, well, Justin Hall has been a great player for us. You. Well, yes. I, I don't and care. You he's find great. something to work. But like, yeah. can we not, we can't work around that. We can't. That's a no I mean, for you. Like.
0: And I, I think ugh. like what, what a lot of people are going to say is shuffle up the lineups. I don't care. I think when you have a game like this, you got to send a message to your guy that, hey, you play like this, you're out of the lineup. I don't care. Give a chance to Lilligren, and Lilligren had um, some sketchy moments last year as well. He isn't... Uh, he's also prone to having these uh, little brain farts that leads to to situations that put the Leafs on... on uh, uh, gives, like, an odd man rush against the Leafs. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say he's he's the be-and-all, be and like, savior for the Leafs, but... You got to give him a chance. Like, look at Nyes, right? We, nobody expected Nyes to be in this lineup. They thought that um, that you give the chance to the guys who have been in uh, the Leaf sweater the entire season. But the guy got in with 10 games under his belt, and yep. he has played phenomenally. And you're yeah. not going to take him out for for Bunton. Nope. Is that something that anybody assumed before this series? Probably not. Right, we all hoped, but we
1: didn't think that it was actually going to happen. Exactly. Also, let's not forget Justin Hall also caused a power play against the Leafs in the first mm-hmm. with the trip on Andre Sir-
0: or yes,
1: not Andrei Sergeyev, on Mikhail Sirkushev. Like it's it's no, it was Kucherov. It oh, was Kucherov. 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 I have it written down. Sorry, my writing is very small because there was a lot of notes. Um yeah, no he does that egregious takedown, and then Alex Kerfoot also taking an egregious penalty, puck over the glass, kill me now. Yeah. Like, yeah. now, good thing Tampa didn't score on the power play, but we shouldn't be taking silly things like that. There was no reason for that Kucherov takedown by Hall. Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. with your stick in that moment? Now, I think the curve foot puck over the glass was definitely a mistake, but they're all mistakes. But guess what? That's still your job.
0: Exactly. And I, mean, I think, you, you know what it is? Um, I wrote this down because I, I really had to, like, just – talk or write out my thoughts so I can have it all out there. But I yeah, I think that the uh I think that the Tampa Bay has really just figured out Hall where they understand that he is low in confidence. He's a little shaky in terms of his uh decision making. And it, it takes him like a split second. If you look at all of these plays it seems like he takes like a split second, he double he overthinks it and he makes the wrong decision at the end of the day. Yeah. But that split second of indecisiveness is what Tampa is is taking advantage of on right now. Yep. They they are going after him and they're they're pressuring him to, to make these decisions cuz look listen, if you're if you're a 50-50 player where you're making the right decision 50% of the time and 50 of the wrong, right? Uh, a wrong decision 50% of the time, force it. Force it. Force him to make those decisions because fifty percent of it you're gonna you're gonna win and that's exactly what happened in these situations where they force him to take stupid plays and they, they forced force him to to turn over the puck. There was like even apart from these goals, they, they pressure him and in a lot of the times he just either gets stripped or he makes a stupid pass and Tampa has the puck or both exactly and, and they they just have him figure it out and I, honestly for his own good he needs to be like sad. It needs so to he be a conversation. thinks about it and figures it out. It needs yeah. to be a
1: conversation. And, and, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe we do see some lined up changes because – I think maybe after today, Bunting At the gets bare back minimum, in. You have to do that. And I yeah. think maybe Justin Hall gets swapped it with Timothy Liljegren because yeah. Gustafsson is actually still injured. I actually checked today; he's still listed as day to day.
0: I also don't want to see Gustafson. In um,
1: no, because he's a defensive liability. God bless his heart.
0: Yeah, you know he's a power play. Like you're swapping out a yeah, penalty kill specialist with a power uh, yeah. a power play specialist. And the power play has been decent.
1: It. Like tonight, yeah. the Leafs' power play looked so good, and they weren't able to capitalize. But like, yeah. Holy cow. The only also, reason really quick, was in there. really quick yeah. before we move on, I do want to say that, guys, we are raising uh, money for Alphabet Sports Collective. Uh, I keep forgetting, and I we're 20 minutes into this already. Oh, my gosh. We're raising catch, uh, money for Alphabet Sports Collective throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, ASC creates a safe and inclusive environment in hockey for folks of all sexual identities and gender expressions through education, community building, and mobilization. You can donate to Alphabet Sports Collective. Uh sdpn the mod for the chat is actually very nicely posting all that in there so if you guys would like to donate please do also make sure if it is your first time or second time or last time or if it you were just coming across this video you hit like like and subscribe because we're going to be back on saturday against tampa unfortunately yeah. in tampa mm-hmm. again with the fans mm-hmm. in their lawn chairs
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh back on target yes uh I there has to be lineup changes, and I imagine 100%. that after tonight's game, even though the Leafs actually played better throughout the game from from the start of the uh, start starting horn to the last horn, they played much better than they had the last two games because listen, the last two games were very exciting, and I'm sure we were all very ecstatic that they won in overtime, and it was dramatic and it was fun, and like I was in Maple Leaf Square for the last game, and it was unbelievable, and. I cried and my sister cried and it was beautiful and that's all well and good, but we have to win another one. And after yeah. how they played tonight, even though they played well, it's clear in the that
0: five. Yeah. It, in the last five minutes specifically, but yep. the rest of the game.
1: It's clear that marks. maybe, maybe a little bit of a mix up wouldn't be the worst thing. Not saying mix everything up, but like considerations, please. considerations. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, and yeah, we were talking about Bunton. Uh he's another guy that he was available today, right? Let's yep. he he could have been in the lineup today, but yep. uh Keith, or Sheldon Keith, sorry. He quoted. Um uh, he said he'll be in the lineup, but just not tonight. So he understands that that we need to have Bunts in here. He's going to be a positive, but it's just not tinkering with the lineup when things haven't worked. Yes. I first of all, I think that that is kind of a wrong mentality at this point because we got the two wins did we deserve those two wins probably not we got no. outplayed five on five for both of those two games we kind of won because Vassi was a little leaky right if Vassi and judging off this game steps up and he becomes a Vassi that we all know and hate <laughs> as Leafs fans uh you, you got to make some changes you gotta you gotta change stuff, some stuff around right like that that second line last uh last game and Today too, like with with Niel- or um Today too, it looked okay. But yeah, the last game, that second line has not produced, right? Neilander no. is a liability. Tavares defensively, he's he's having issues. Um and you, you gotta make some kind of changes. Kerfoot, I know he got that goal, uh the, that that game winning goal last game. Today he has a stupid penalty. The Leafs were able to kill that off, right? Thankfully. Um yeah, but he's another one of those guys where He's kind of been a liability. I'm looking at the at the expected goals, and I know that's not the best stat, especially when there's only four or five games played, right? But he is he's on the receiving end of a lot of a lot of issues, right? He's not producing much. No. And if you're trying to look at someone, I think Kerf is the first one you look at. Interesting.
1: So Kerf is the person you take out? In my opinion, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean I I guess it depends. We have to see if Nice is gonna be able to play next game because he did take a puck off the back of the leg. We have to see yeah. if Gio is gonna play because listen, if it's if Gio is hurt, then we can't play him. And we're not mm-hmm. gonna take out Timothy Lilligren or take out Justin Hall to put in Timothy Lilligren when Mark Jardano's hurt and we need to fill that gap too, right? Like it's just <laughs> I'm so There's glad that I'm so marks. glad that we don't have to watch like the postgame interviews because I kids if you want to pull your bingo cards out I'll give you some free spaces that they're going to say it's a game of inches out there that's going to be one played Mm -hmm. really hard all the way to the end (laughs) I thought we played great defensively Jake McCabe looked great Uh, I thought Sammy looked really solid you know it really is just a game of inches for a second time will also come out because while it is the same old song and dance maybe we all sort of feared that this was coming, and there was more than one person on Twitter, including uh, Bud's creator, Joe Ferguson, that said, I hate the familiar feeling that is slowly growing in my intestines. And it's true because as as the Leafs got closer and closer to the end of the game, it didn't feel like they were getting the bounces the way that they were in the last two games, right? There was how many flurries tonight in front of them that didn't go their way? And I actually Mm -hmm. think maybe part of that is because – There's too many people right in front of the net. Like, more than once tonight, there was three Leaf players within three feet of the blue paint, which is great. But at some point, there's too many cooks in the kitchen, and you need to have a little bit of space to make things happen. Otherwise, all the puck does is bounce off of each other. Right. Yep. The, the reason that the Leafs were able to get those goals in the last couple of games is because there is only one or two of them in the blue paint. But because that's how they've been able to score, now everybody's trying to get there, which, again, in concept, I understand because it's worked. But again, there's only so many cubic feet in front of the net that you can occupy, including Vasilevsky and the other three Tampa players that are, you know, essentially going to be there. Right. So maybe having only one or two of them that are really skilled there instead of. Everybody that has one of these on the front of their jersey hanging out in the blue paint because at some point it does become too many cooks in the kitchen in front of the net
0: no I completely agree um you saw like even though the goal that that uh that we got last game with uh, a Matthews tip off of Marner shot that was Matthews alone in front of uh in front of and, and 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 getting that tip right um we know that Vassy is leaky in terms of uh, shots from range and then tips right that's that's the way that you be vasty at this point it's yeah. it's kind of or given. crazy
1: flurries in front of the net have worked too yeah
0: well i mean they, they had a bunch of crazy flurries this game and not really <laughs> nothing really went in i mean that yeah. first leafs power play that they were on oh my god um, how, many go, oh. how many times yeah, did you go
1: how many times did you make a sound because there was crazy it was you know what, three you know, or four great around. chances. Yeah, at least half yeah. a dozen in the first power play for sure. For sure. So that's, that's, there's things like that where. That's why point, I'm not mad. That's why just I'm just a, like, oh. I played bunged. by the better
0: goaltender. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Last game, Vassy or last game, uh, Sammy steals it. And this game, Vassy steals it. And now we have to go back to Tampa. But like, p- kids, if you're listening, earmuff it for me. Uh, let's just fucking beat them in Tampa.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the Refs though? I really really no, want to not. rant yeah, about of the refs. <laughs> I am I, I'm ready to lay it off on them because Let's go. It, <laughs> when Let's I was go. reading my notes on that power play, uh I remembered that it was supposed to be a 5 on 3 and I am again infuriated with a burning passion and I hate the refs. I cannot believe what I saw today. Uh so for for context, it starts off with that that first power play in the first period, right? Mm-hmm. Uh it was a delayed penalty. Yep. Before Tampa got a touch, Matt at the puck. He's driving into the Tampa zone and he gets tripped. Tink. Yep. If we're really calling a buck, buck, like, that should be a five on three. No, that's another penalty. He, he, in fully the regular season, trip.
1: in the first 71 games of the season, yes. Because the Leafs, the Leafs, well, in the first 73 games of the season, no, because the Leafs didn't get a five on three until what, game 74? Uh huh. Right? So we can't even say in the regular season that would be a five on three because, Mm-hmm. Is it though? And it's super. What are the chances of it? Unless you do two puck over the glass penalties, you could commit manslaughter on the ice, and there is nothing that the refs are going to do. How many That's... penalties went tonight that the ref just I have a looked list. at it?
0: I have a list. Do you want me to go off? Yes. All right. I have Let's a go. list. Let's go. In this, so that was the, that was the first one. Okay, go from the three second. up.
1: Go from three, go from like... The, you want to go the,
0: three up? Yeah, go go from all like right.
1: the, the not let's... so bad missed calls to like the most egregious. All right,
0: let's all go. Right, I want to count it. Let's down. do it, let's do it. So then there was another, uh, there was another missed call. Uh, this was a Cole tripping on Marner. Marner's in there in the Tampa zone and Cole just outright trips him. Yep. This leads to an off man rush. And guess what? Stammer is able to get a shot, hits it off the post. Thank God it didn't go in. But what are you looking at? The refs are looking at the play. They're seeing Marner go down and they say, no, that didn't happen. Yep. Then the Maroon, oh, actually, no, the Maroon's last. Maroon's last. I I, I really have to wait on that. <laughs> yes. Okay. We fast forward into the third period. Yeah. Uh, the refs miss a, a tripping Victor Hedman on, on Ryan O'Reilly. That was Again, bad. I have a screenshot. I have a screenshot. I wish I could show you guys live, but you can I'm tweet not it even out. joking. The refs are, are, a, f- a foot, a foot, two feet away from the situation, yep. they're looking at it and they're like, no, it's not a penalty. I don't understand what you need to do, right? Like at this it, point, it's because it wasn't tampon on the
1: ice. It wasn't the tampon on the ice. It was all Are John Cena. Paid? No, they were all John Cena. They could oh, see him. Oh, dude.
0: And then, and then right after that, this was a, a Colton Achari, or sorry, Colton is holding Achari stick near the bench. The refs, forget about just looking at it. They're trying to separate them. They're literally pulling them apart, and they're like, "Yeah, good one, good one. You're not holding a Charlie stick, I guess. Like, or you're, you're not holding uh, yeah, chari stick. You're just being a prick. Who cares? We're we're just having fun <laughs> today." <laughs> and then, and then after Matthew scores the goal to get the Leafs within one, right? Right after that, there's three minutes left, or I think there was two minutes, just under two minutes after that, right? Nice takes a high stick to the face. Bad and it's high missed. stick. Yep. How do you do that?
1: Very like I
0: understand the refs not wanting to get involved and not wanting to to um, impact the play, but why have you there in the first place? Because clearly you're not play- you're you're not there to enforce anything. There's you're just a- let. I watch the UFC. Give them UFC gloves and let them fight. At that point, I. D- Throw six men on the ice. I don't care. Keep keep standing in the net. You're clearly not doing your job. So why why does it matter having you there? Are you just like there? like you have like Tampa jerseys underneath? Like what's going on? It's ridiculous. And let's let's They're talk there for about all that. the puck over the glass penalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L- let's 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 talk about that that whole shenanigan that happened uh uh with um with the maroon, Gio and, and uh. Matthews, okay? Yep. I am ready for this. So this is in the dying seconds of the second. It's, it's literally, less than I'm pretty, a pretty sure the left. play, I'm pretty sure play got called. Like the refs blew the whistle. Maroon goes and delivers a late loss check to Geo straight on the numbers yep. from behind into the boards. All right. First, first off, Let's let's talk about that. Um, just let me make a comment about this. I had to look up the rules. I looked up rule 30, uh, 43, check-in from behind, right? A check from behind is a check delivered to a player who is not aware of the impending hit. Did you get that? So, so, Gio, uh, I'm pretty sure he wasn't looking at the play, right? So no. he wasn't able to protect himself. No. All I right, no idea it was coming. That's why he just sort of one check. collapsed. Like yeah. a, like so, a so
1: sandcastle being hit by a wave. That's,
0: that's one check. All yep. right? That's one check. Yep. Now contact is made on the back part of the player's body. It was on the numbers, right? All right, another check, another check. Um when a player uh, a player intentionally turns his body to create it's it's not a penalty. Gio didn't turn his body. He'd had no idea it was gone. He was turn. He was I, not, he
1: was in the process of turning, but he wasn't Yeah,
0: but he it wasn't intentional. No, so, check. That's from from the rule books that I'm looking at. That's checking from behind. And and let me look at this. So there's no minor penalty. For a checking from behind, but there is a major.
1: Interesting.
0: A player who cross-checks, pushes, or charges an opponent from the behind who's unable to protect or defend himself, shall be assessed a major penalty. This penalty applies anywhere on the playing surface. What happened? What happened? No call on the play. You're looking at it. No call on the play. And the worst part was someone tweeted out uh, the refs saw it and you know what the reaction was when they saw the hit they're like so they clearly reacted to the play to they cl- reacted to the hit and they're like yeah guys come on it's all good don't worry about it we're just playing it's, it's this is a big deal and to make matters worse Maroon, being the little grimy piece of shit that he is, he does the same play that Stammer made. And I think it was the last game or whatever. Where um, as soon as he knows that a is happening, who does he go after? Mr. number 34, Austin yep. Matthews. Let's go get him. Let's drag him down to the penalty box with us, baby. Because that's what we do. We're Tampa and we're grimy and dirty like that. That yep. should have been a five on three. It should have been a major. Like, not only does he cross-check Gio on the numbers, that's a major. He roughs up Matthews on the play and he's swearing and yelling and saying F you to the refs while he's getting called how does he get away with this
1: and he's only called for the roughing let's not forget
0: he's called yeah, well, for it was the rough of the Matthews play, right? yeah
1: it was called on the retaliatory how aftermath. does that happen it wasn't called on the actual like hit
0: I like I I don't understand man and I I don't un- Listen, hockey Twitter gets off about like Leafs fans crying about refing. Look at that play and tell me that. Uh, tell me what happened there. I cannot believe the shit that they're getting away with. I wish I had
1: an answer for you because it is befuddling. It's it's. There's no. It like there's no answer. Calls
0: that weren't called for the Leafs. There's Are no. Are you answer. kidding me, man?
1: Like, realistically teams are going to make plays like that and if the leafs are able to get through to the next round there's going to be even more of that from boston because even though i think boston is maybe a teensy and i mean i fractionally smaller uh they are just as bad and maybe even greasier um all throughout the lineup it's not just like a couple guys like there's some guys on tampa that aren't really like that not not many of them but like everybody on. Oh yeah.
0: Marshad like on the team. Just enjoy You're yeah. get ready for it. Yeah. You're, and you're not having a fun time.
1: And like, listen, I don't, there are, were some clean hits in this game and there were some not as clean hits. And I'm not saying that the maroon hit was super filthy. Like, I think that if we're going to play, if I'm going to play devil's advocate here for just a second, I didn't like okay. it. I didn't like it, but I'm going to play devil's advocate for here for a second.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can see Tampa fans being like, well, you're going to play to the whistle. Okay, fair enough. There's you know 1.4 seconds left, and if that gets your cookies off, then whatever. But the turn he's doesn't. See- I don't. I do think that maybe he knew Maroon was there, but I don't think he anticipated being like absolutely crunched. Mark Giordano can get hit multiple times in a game and be fine. I've never seen him just sort of collapse like that. Like
0: he yeah, just when you have a he body just like falls. Hitting you, He just
1: falls. It's bad. Right, it's he, not like he, he falls rough and bounces to get up back. Too. Yeah, it you it took know him the a trainer to had up. to come over and and help him out, and it was he didn't return for the first what three minutes of the third period.
0: Yeah, and
1: yeah. uh I we think, were
0: lucky to see him back out there.
1: I think it was Honestly. maybe a little bit of an unfortunate play in terms of I think Maroon is significantly bigger than Giordano and maybe I don't like, don't get me wrong. I think Maroon to some degree is a a bit of a dirty player, but he's not as, he's not like greasy where he's going to go up and just like wipe your face off the edge of the earth. Like, I Like, Corey Perry is here on the grease level. Patrick Maroon yeah. is high, but he's not the same. And I don't think yeah. he would make the same kind of play, okay? Well, so, we well, like, were
0: comparing the worst of the worst yes. of that. Yes, if in a with sliding Marsh scale, and, yeah, yeah, it's a
1: sliding scale, right? And even, like, but I if would you think, look? yeah. yeah I, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Again, I don't like the call. And I think it should have been called, if not, uh, I don't even know. Like, it could be called, could have been called cross-checking, it, if it if, if it was another foot away, it probably could have been called for boarding, which would have been another penalty. Yeah, but you know the fact of the matter is that it's a retaliatory thing. And like, why is you, you We talked earlier. You you brought it up about you know the ref having uh uh this the stick of the Tampa player because he had a chari stick and he's got one yeah. hand on the on the stick trying to get it back. And that's not the second. That's the second time in this series where a ref has had something of Tampa where the Tampa playing is either hitting the other player and they're not, they, nothing's called on the penalty, right? Like the Stamkos punch to the face on Austin Matthews while he's picking yeah. up sticks. Like
0: Austin Matthews literally has both gloves on. Yeah. Stammer, and now both that's gloves a different, down, that's,
1: like, that's a different game now. Right. But yeah, just as an example of the fact that there are these plays that, You know, when when Sheldon Keefe brings up, oh, well, you know, the Tampa players are manipulating it, that's what he's talking about, right? He's talking about the players that are able to go and do these things and have nothing happen. Because if Michael Bunting did that, he would be suspended again, right? If Kyle Clifford did that, he would be suspended again. If – who else has been suspended recently? Cale McCarr. (laughs) Just kidding.
0: Yeah, you got to get And I'm not saying
1: that they're all the same player, but the fact of the matter is, is that – you know it's 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 unfortunate that that play happened, and I wish that a different play call would have been called. And even though the I think the Leafs are like what five and O with the refs that they had from tonight's game and past playoff series. Yeah, but you know that doesn't mean everything.
0: You you know what it <laughs> what it was about that play? Like I would be okay if they let, let's say if they didn't call it a. Um, Uh, call it a five-minute major right let's say they did call it a two-minute at least get something on it right the worst part of that whole situation was the fact that they didn't review it right this is a precedent that they set. i believe it was in the last game i can't remember the exact situation that it happened but they called a five-minute uh a five-minute major because in a five-minute major you're able to review it and determine what happens and And you can can go back exactly you can go back and reduce it to a five or, or two minute right in this play i don't understand the logic behind not calling it a five and trying to figure it out because clearly a lot happened so why not take the time take a step back and let's review the tapes let's figure out what happened specifically let's figure out the infractions and let's sort it out right if they at least spent that amount of time and 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 tried um I guess I maybe I would feel a little bit better knowing that there was some kind of effort made to actually understand and see what happened. It really seemed like they they just did not want to blow the whistle at all and they're like yeah I'm not going to look at it and let's pretend it didn't happen and but, or pretend it didn't happen and let's continue on play.
1: But that's like, going to happen more and more as the series goes on. 100%, right? 100%. And we all, have to be aware every of single yeah. hockey fan, regardless of what color and logo is on the front of your jersey, everybody knows that they call lots of penalties at the beginning of the series, and then for whatever reason, they're like, let them play. And it creates this unrealistic expectation and this this unfollowable set of rules because what was a penalty in game one is now just nothing. It's not even called. There's no whistle. Blown on the mm-hmm. play when it happens in game five, and I'm not yeah. I'm not saying that like the refs have an easy job by any means, but the fact of the matter is is that like there were some egregious calls that were missed tonight on both sides. There was more than one trip that the Leafs took on Tampa, or and there was more than one hook that was missed. And again, we're you know instead of talking about the the Leafs falling short, we're talking about the referees. And it was Tampa Bay playing Toronto, not Tampa Bay versus Toronto and the refs.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it completely undermines like the how well Tampa played. Because yep. Tampa, let's let's not kid ourselves. They for the majority of the game five on five, they were the better team. I can't remember the exact shots on goal, but it Tampa there was, was leading that through and through. Yeah, they were leading that through and through. Yep. I think it's like a at least like a 10, 10 shot difference or something like that. Um. So let's not kid ourselves. Five on five, just like the last two games, Tampa was winning it. Right. Yep. I just wish that. We'll forget it, but the the ref in situation that's gonna it's gonna happen with every series. It's gonna happen with every team, like you mentioned. That's kind of why after game one, um, I was just like, you know what, I hate ref talk. I every team has to deal with it. Just forget about it and move on. Yep. That's why I really didn't talk about refs in game one at all. But it's adjust. just today. Today was just egregious. So I had to get it off my chest. No, I but, get that. Like you said, it, it's going to be an issue going forward as well. Oh, definitely.
1: Good. Definitely. I'm glad. I feel I'm a little bit better.
0: Thank you. Thank you for letting me. You're welcome. Have a free therapy no session. No
1: problem. That <laughs> is free. Yes, absolutely. Because realistically, you know, the refs are the refs, and this is not news. This is not new. Or yeah. the calls mm-hmm. are, are inconsistent. This is not new to this year or last year or the year before that or the five years before that, okay? And I get that. Mm-hmm. And the Leafs have mm-hmm. done a good job of adjusting to that this season. I think that, especially this playoff series, we have – done a lot more pushing back and not taking the crap of the other team and not just laying down. Like there are certainly moments when the Leafs decide not to reciprocate. And I think that that's the best choice. I really do because realistically, you know, we're already in a game like tonight, you know, we're having trouble scoring and taking and taking silly penalties, like an egregious trip or like a puck over the glass, while it didn't impact the game tonight, you know, it was a bit of a momentum swing. and
0: Those are important. And those are
1: not, and listen, puck over the glass is going to get called even in game seven overtime when it's five on four. Like, you can't take that. You can't take that. It's it's not good.
0: I I don't know what he was looking at either. It looked like he was looking at his glove as if like he was blaming some kind of equipment uh, malfunction. But you can't be taking that. Kerfoot, like, you know better. Yep. Let's let's not do this. You're they were lucky. I think the Leafs actually had two chances on that, uh, on that yeah. penalty. Well, kill, then, yeah, and they, they, were, they kept the Tampa shot list. Yeah.
1: Like, but still, the ta- both of the special teams for Toronto were really good, even though they weren't able to produce like uh-huh. both of the power plays that happened looked really good, even though they weren't able to produce. Because, again, how many chances were there? There it was just too much traffic in front of the net. Because yeah. Yeah. that traffic in front of the net when you're trying to shoot from far away is good, but when you have when you're close to the net, it's not good to have too many people there because there's too much shit in the way.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: mm-hmm. it you know at the end of the game, like you said, oh they make they p- make a great push in the last five minutes and that's great. And if we could get that level of effort from some players, uh, maybe named William Nylander for the whole game, it would be great because there was lots of moments tonight where the Leafs were getting caught flat-footed and they were caught in, getting caught behind the play because they were puck watching, and. Yeah. You could, it's funny because the beginning of the game, they looked really confident. And then as soon as Cirelli scored, it was like, they all went, oh no. And it never really felt like until they pulled, I can't believe they pulled the goalie so early until they got the goal, you know, Austin Matthews goal with whatever it was, three and a half minutes to go, three minutes and three, three seconds to go. Yep. Then they get more life again, but it's like, okay, but where was the middle half hour guys? Like,
0: Austin Matthews didn't
1: have a shot on goal in the second period, and that's not good enough. Even though he was great last game and he scored tonight, like I don't know what needs to be changed. I don't know what needs to be moved around. I don't know what lines need to be, you know, put in the blender and hit on on puree to try and (laughs) get him some more space because, you know, we had home ice advantage tonight. And last night and when we were on the road for the last two games – like the Leafs were getting more opportunities and having better entries with Austin Matthews. And I don't understand what happened tonight with that. I don't get it. I'm mean, going to have to watch the game
0: again. I think you hit the nail on the head uh, with that. The problem that I saw tonight was you see bur- a bursts of brilliance. Like Nylander, there was a there was a whole rush. I believe it was in that that second period. Uh, it led to the Leafs hemming the uh, Tampa in their zone for like two minutes, yeah, almost two full. There minutes. was a couple times that happened and, tonight. Yeah, but but there's plays like that where Nylander makes some great plays, um, and he's able to push the the puck out and 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 start a whole rush, right? And there's times that Matthews has done that. There's times that Tavares has done that. The first goal was based off of Tavares' yeah. ability to drive the puck, right? Yep. And Lure. But people. the problem is it's not sustained. Yeah. You see short bursts of it, you see the potential. Yep. But then the rest of the game, it's brain farts and lack of effort. And yep. I think that's that's specifically with Willie. Let's let's talk about him, right? Um that's been a recurrent issue, I feel like, throughout his entire career, right? There's been many times where you don't um where you're criticizing him for his efforts. 100% of the game, right? He has bursts of it, but sometimes he just doesn't have that effort in him. And hey, maybe that leads to a chance for Tampa. Maybe you just can't capitalize on a play for yourself, right? Yep. But you can't be doing that against a team like Tampa. You can't do that against a team like Boston. You can't do that against any team in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yep. And They're it's all elite teams
1: yep and you need to be scoring more if you want to win because at the end of the day even though there was a couple of missed calls the leafs didn't lose because of the refs the Leafs yeah, didn't lose. 100%. the leafs lost because they didn't get enough pucks on net they were yeah. they didn't get enough shots on goal they didn't even though they had some system zone pressure and they you know they have a couple of really good chances and you You know, maybe if we do the the win-o-meter, maybe they do win it a bunch of times because there were a lot of really, really, really close chances where people were literally in the stands like this because of the flurries in front of the net. And, you know, maybe maybe on a different day you roll the dice and in another Doctor Strange universe you have a different result and we're, you know, there's four of us on the stream instead of just the two of us, right? But at the end (laughs) of the day you need to score more goals than your opponent and the Leafs were down for the majority of this game, and they weren't able to capitalize until the last five minutes of the game. And if you're going to win a Stanley cup, if you're going to move to the second round, even you can't, you can't just go quiet, you know? And Morgan Riley has been the person that's been legitimately dragging the Leafs into the last oh, two yeah. games. Yeah. And 100%. With his big black and now turning yellow eye, uh, <laughs> he has been doing that. And Austin Matthews has looked good last game too, but like Ryan O'Reilly had a decent night tonight, but, you know, he's gone kind of quiet the last couple games a little bit. And now I don't know if that's just because Tampa's playing well enough that, you know, he's just being shut down or what. But maybe it is time for the blender a little bit. Yeah,
0: I think it's it's the line mates, right? Like you mentioned, in the eye test, Ryan O'Reilly has looked great. He's for looked her. fantastic. But... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no worries, no worries. But um, even like the last couple of games where, let's say, Nyes is on his line... That third line is looking fantastic. Ryan O'Reilly is able to man that, and you you have a completely different game. Now I'm looking at this game today, and obviously, it's the advanced stats aren't the beyond the end, end all, right? But that Kerfoot O'Reilly Achari line, their expected goals for was a .06. Their expected goals against was a .07. Like, the, and apart from the uh, from the the advanced stats, let's look at the eye test. They were getting hemmed in. Yeah. They were not looking good out there. There was a couple chances, and mainly those chances came from Ryan O'Reilly really showing his heroics, right? That that fourth line, that fourth line is also looking bad the entire series. They are not producing anything up there. And I understand that their deployment is like a defensive-minded line, but I feel like they they're not even. Excelling in that aspect, either they're which they're is, just too slow and they're just not able to do anything.
1: Which is right? why maybe we need to have a conversation about if Bunting does come back, then maybe that's where he does in fact slide in. Do
0: you think he slides in for Lafferty instead?
1: I mean, I don't know if it's Lafferty because Lafferty is just oh as sorry, quick.
0: or with like Zara or something like that. Yeah, too. I
1: think it might be Zach Aston-Reese. I think it might have to be because I think David yeah. Camp is too strong to take out. You can't take him out, even though he hasn't scored no, a goal. No, no. Like. He's going to go the last playoffs. I really was – I was trying to manifest a David Kampf goal tonight. I really was. Um, <laughs> I think I think if you bring Bunting back in, you can't just – you can't put him back up with with what Marner and, and Matthews or even Nylander and Matthews because Yarncroke is there and he's looked so good.
0: You can't oh, yeah. move him. Oh,
1: yeah. Especially knowing that Matthews literally requested to play with him. And Nyes has looked phenomenal on the wing with Tavares. So, mm-hmm. you know, like – If you're going to bring Michael Bunting back in, I think you maybe have to consider putting him in the bottom six where he's not going to be in charge of as many, you know, as much offense. He'll still have an opportunity to. But then you have to try and get him on the third line because if you have him out there against Tampa's fourth line with Perry and Belmar, and uh, who's the other jerk face on the fourth line there?
0: Uh, Belmar, Perry, Maroon.
1: Yes, right? That's just... (laughs) All you're going to do is have Michael Bunting sitting in the, in the penalty box the whole game.
0: That's the biggest thing. So that was my whole concern with uh, seeing, seeing him on that, that bottom six or maybe even on that fourth line. Like some, some people were were talking about um, if you're that whole line is, is there to play defensive hockey, right? You're you're there in your own zone, trying to keep the puck out of the net. Right. Um, with the way that Bunton plays on the edge, Sometimes they can go your way, sometimes they can't, or it won't, right? Yeah. And sometimes it takes stupid penalties. And in those situations, that's gonna kill you, right? So I think it if you really want to have a line change, and I think that they do, they need to bring Bunton in. Um, I don't think it's gonna be a one-for-one one change. Slot someone out of the lineup, slot him into that position. I think you're gonna have to play around the lines a little bit. Keith is gonna have to make some magic work, maybe. If you want to take out Czar and Lafferty, you throw Kerfoot down in the fourth and then you put Bunce beside O'Reilly and Achari. That's one way that I, I know Armand was was pretty hyped about that. He was saying that that's, that's a, a way that, that makes the most of sense. definitely be a possibility. And I completely agree because that, that way, like if you just take out Kerfoot, you're taking out a guy that I believe plays on our PK as well, right? Um so, oh, he plays on our power play too, our second unit power play. Sorry, uh, so so with uh with taking out Zara or Lafferty, they're not really in that situation, right? Or they're more dispensable. Yeah. And you throw Kerfoot back down there, and then put Bunton, and I think Bunton can really get something going with O'Reilly, right? If you have like a we'll uh, a superstar forward or a winger, um, with Riley, you can see that it works, right? When he was alongside Tavares, that kind of worked, no? He's worked worked
1: in lots of places. The problem is, is can he stay out of the box? And it's not even that he has to behave. It's if he, if he farts too loudly, he's going to go
0: and mm -hmm. he can't, he has, he's going to be on a short leash. And Keith has to drill that point into it. No,
1: he's going to ease. You know what it is? It's going to be one of the collars with the leash built in, like the handle. (sighs) It's going to be one of those. Also, (laughs) we're, we're nearing uh, the end of the stream. We've been going for a very long time. So we should probably finish up with our uh, last questions. Who yes. do you think, uh, two questions. First of all, is, yeah. the, is the Corgi going to end up being right?
0: <laughs> what was the Corgi pick?
1: Do you know what the Corgi pick is? Do you know what the Corgi video is?
0: No. Essentially,
1: the Corgi picked that the, the Tampa was going to win the first game. Leafs were going to okay. win three in a row. Tampa was going to win two more. And then they were going to go to game seven and Leafs were going to win. It might be that the corgi's right.
0: My heart can't handle that. So for the sake I of my heart. The Let's Corgi is becoming Let's more and more accurate, says. and
1: I don't like it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you need shit. to look
1: up this video. Just look up uh, yeah, Corgi Yeah, you send this Leafs. to me
0: afterwards. Yes,
1: absolutely. Oh, it's on Twitter. It's not hard okay, to find. Okay. It's not hard to I'll find. I'll take a look. Um, And who do you think – uh who had the best game on the Leafs tonight? Let me ask that question. Let's mm. end on a positive note because, Let's hey, we're going into time. Saturday. It's going to be Saturday night, hockey night in Canada. Maybe the Leafs will win it in Tampa. Wouldn't that be a wonderful – second surprise um
0: you know what i think it is i think it's matthew Nyes. matthew Nyes had a fantastic game today and um because because you saw brilliance from certain players right you saw ryan o'reilly again another shout for that he played fantastic but his again mind issues i think Nyes played a consistent game through and through he was able to win puck battles he was able to play hard on uh on tampa and he had that huge block shot like, he put his body on the line out there. That's the kind of shit that I love to see. Sammy, like, I think it's if you put a 1B on that, it's going to be Ronald Riley. Mm. But I'm going for the young guy. Let's Fair go, enough. Matthew Nyes. Let's
1: go. Have a nice what day. What do you think? Very nice. Um, I actually want to – I think Jake McCabe had the best – He had some big hits. He had some some big big hits tonight. He was so good defensively. He had a couple dump-ins that were really good, a couple really good possessions, a couple really good passes that led to really good chances, even though he wasn't able to get an assist or anything. He's somebody that has been sort of spotty this playoffs. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's nerves or just news to the team or both. He's had really good moments, and he, he has had good games. He brought the physicality today he laid out yeah. a couple of really solid open ice hits that were just gorgeous. And I kind of miss Rasmus Sandin for that. I'm sorry to bring him up. Um, <laughs> I know.
0: I know. And I it was nice
1: to see the Leafs lay out a couple of really big open ice hits to start the game out and make Tampa think about maybe entering with the puck and make them think a little bit more. So I want to give my stick tap to Jake McCabe. Uh, hopefully, One quick then. Yeah.
0: I'm surprised that Shen didn't have any big hits tonight. Because each game, I feel like he's had some massive he had hit here and there, and McCabe kept, I, yeah. But the big ones that are like, oh my god, yeah, like no, that, but McCabe draws, did that tonight. McCabe did that, yes, yeah. But I feel like Shen rough up Maroon a little bit, man. <laughs> Go match up against the big rig and uh and uh teach no, because that's what they want. Teach a <laughs> that's what they want.
1: They want that, and we can't give in to their terrorist demands.
0: There was a couple times you <laughs> laid some big hits this series, and uh, he didn't get yeah. called for it. Do it, do it, uh. Do it smart. Do it smart. <laughs> <laughs> is that, throw that big if dump you think, truck. And listen, if you can figure a out end. a way
1: to actually convince the refs to <laughs> throw us a couple of bones that way, that would be great. But I think that it is well established that that's not going to happen. And we just need yeah. to suck it up and get through it, just like everybody mm-hmm. in the chat is saying. So yeah. to finish off the stream, yes. Leafs lose, unfortunately, 4-2 at home. Game five, blah. Hate it. Moving on. Saturday in Tampa with the lawn chairs, Amelie arena. Mm -hmm. I think the Leafs might take it in six. I really hope, you know, they're undefeated so far there. Let's not say it too early. Uh, let's hope that that was the, you know, the beginning of the series trades off with both teams shelling each other. And now the last two games, it's been, it's been battle of the goalies with Sammy winning last game and Vassie winning this game. And, uh, Let's hope that Leafs can make some progress, get a couple more goals, a couple more bounces and bring her on home after game six on Saturday in Tampa. So for game over Toronto, it has been wonderful to have you here. My name is Lauren Williamson. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren in the six Harnish Patel. Won't you please?
0: My name is Harnish. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Harnish underscore Patel 98.
1: Yes. And again, if you guys want to follow SCPN, if you like this video please do please subscribe we are going to have all of your playoff game overs not only here but we have winnipeg and edmonton as well and of course if you are able to donate please consider donating to alphabet sports collective the links are in the chat we will see you saturday night everybody
0: see you then game over powered by sports interaction canada sports book